I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Whisperer, welcome back, mate. It's been one hell of a week for you. How are we feeling? Uh, feel like I've been hit by a train, honestly, mate, but uh, it's good to be home. Obviously, the comfort in your own home always helps with recovery, but uh, footy's back. We've got a Monday night game this week, so uh, even more days of footy to enjoy. Mate, Friday afternoon, Monday night, it's going to be a cracking weekend. I must ask you, I saw you a day or two after your surgery playing in a poker tournament. You're, you're a tough little hombre. Mate, I uh, I said to my missus, I just didn't want to sit at home and, and do nothing. So, yeah, yeah jumped out and... Um, Got to be with some mates watching footy. It's always better than, than sitting at home doing nothing. But I think it's uh, it's taken its toll on me. So good to uh, have a couple of days off and just rest. Mate, tell me, how did you go this week in Supercoach? Uh, round three, obviously, head-to-head started. How did you travel? Head-to-head started, mate. Um, look, not not ideal uh, as as the first three weeks have happened. I, I've backflipped on trades and captain choices, which have burnt me. Had to play Ryan James. Had to start, not start, but cop the AA of Jason Saab. I didn't get... Sean O'Sullivan like uh, we, we spoke about last week ended up with a 1065 which sees the rank drop down a little bit to 5649 but as as you and I spoke about off camera there's only 100 points in it between sort of that top echelon of player and and the, t- the 20k range so still up for anyone's game how'd you go mate uh, man, I got 1,075. So I think I got 10 points more than you, but I, geez, I, I really underachieved all things considered. I thought I was going to do much better than what I did. Obviously, we spoke about last week, the halfback dilemma, the train wreck that was Nathan Cleary and Sam Walker, and I was part of that, but had an absolute miracle run with my AEs, and I think my worst one was 52, so I thought, oh, beautiful. I've avoided that train wreck that most people won't, and nah, still got 1,075. Uh, went with Barnett as captain. I believe you did the same. Yeah, look, Barney is captain. It wasn't looking good until he crashed over. Could have had a double, but uh, Dane Laurie played some phenomenal defense. I'm sure your your eyes lit up when Luke Brooks put Stefano through for that uh, runaway try. That would have helped the um, the AA situation as well. Mate, without a doubt, that that was the guy I was a little bit worried about. And without that try, it would have been uh, pretty grim just quietly. He, uh, he had a little bit of pain house about him on that run, didn't he? Mate, paint a house who? Just, just, just sign Stefano up. How good Be- beating Newcastle in Newcastle is. Uh, not many better feelings, mate. Mate, tell me what are you looking at this week as far as trades? Who are you? Who are you looking to move on? So I've got a lovely four hundred and thirty grand paperweight Nash Taylor sitting on my bench. Obviously, I didn't run with the Sam Walker train to start the year. I thought I was a genius when Nathan Cleary was ruled out, but uh, sure as shit, Ash Taylor had to go down the exact same week. So Ash Taylor drops out of the side. 
And probably one of the biggest disappointments of the year, David Fusatua, uh, he, he falls out of the side as well. So Ash Taylor drops out for Sam Walker. Um, obviously, I'm not a fan of jumping on cheapies early, but I needed this for cash. And uh, I upgrade Fusatua to Dane Gagai. So, mate, you are bringing in Walker this week? Yeah, Sam Walker is in. He won't be scoring. Um, but that was just a cash thing. I would I would much rather bring in Sean O'Sullivan, but I just didn't have the funds to, to be able to go Fusatua to Gagai. Mate, some other buys this week. Obviously, the Rabbitohs, they've got a sensational draw coming their way, don't they? They do, mate. Uh, I'll be posting this one tomorrow, but normally I do one player or three players a week for for buys, but I've, I've categorized the entire South back line. So Latrell, AJ, Sauce, Campbell Graham, um, Gagai, Cody Walker, Adam Reynolds. I think you can go with any of those guys and uh, and reap the rewards. That The draw is phenomenal against a Bulldog side that can't seem to score a point to save their lives. I think the week after they have the Broncos and I think they have Manly in that three-week uh, draw. So any of those guys would be great. Obviously, Josh Schuster from Manly as well. Only available at 5'8", but I think his break-even is minus 60 or something ridiculous. So he'll be set for a good price rise for people to jump on him. But uh, they're the two standouts. Obviously, you've got guys like Sean O'Sullivan that you can bring in next week as well. But yeah, I think you can't go wrong with any of these South guys. Mate, I've tipped uh, Josh Schuster from day one to be my uh, Dallium Rookie of the Year. And, geez, I cannot believe how this season is unfolding for him. This is unbelievable, isn't it? Mate, we were speaking about him playing potentially fullback preseason. Uh, but, yeah, look, uh, Des Hasler is one of those coaches where you can't predict what's going on in his head. So to play him at the second row, I think his hand's been forced a little bit here. Obviously, Manly have been have been crunched with injuries. Obviously, Curtis Sirian going down. And then we have Andrew Davey go down. So it'll get it. there's not much there. There's Ben Trevojevic and Zach Sadler, who isn't in the top 30. So Schuster stands up. Look, he's got natural flair about him, doesn't he? He can create um, space for himself. And yeah, look, I think the rookie of the year tip, maybe him or um, or someone like a Tessie New looks looks pretty electric as well. So it'd be a battle between those two, I feel. I think it says a lot about this kid, mate, that he's he's so young in his first few games. I mean, he, he's, he's always been playing in the halves and now he has to stick his head in the scrum. And he's. I, it seems to me from the outside looking in, there is no complaints from the kid. He He's tough, isn't he? Mate, he's got the pedigree. Um, obviously, John Schuster, uh, a, a rugby great. So it, I think uh, I think he would have been taught a, a few things about putting his head in scrums where he doesn't want to. So... But, yeah, it's, it says a lot about the attitude of the kid that he's happy just to put his hand up for the team and, and play wherever he needs to. Mate, some holds this week, and you mentioned to me, obviously, your boy Josh Jackson uh, suspended this week. You're holding on to him? Yeah, Josh Jackson's a hold for me. I've got too many other issues in my side to, to, to really uh, downgrade or downgrade or upgrade him. I was looking at someone like a Corey Waddell, but I'm happy just to hold Jackson for, for another week. It's going to be interesting when Luke Thompson comes back. We've spoken about this before, what's going to happen with that rotation. Is he going to move into the front row? Obviously, we saw Offahigdi Ogden drop out of the starting side with Dylan Napa moving in. But, um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what Trent Barrett does. We see that Jake Avarillo was axed from the side this week as well with uh, with Lachlan Lewis coming into the side. So, look, I, I don't know if it's panic stations yet for the Bronco, for the Bulldogs. We know this was a building year. But, um, yeah, I think I think some heads might swing soon at Canterbury. Mate, uh, just off the top of my head, remembering their draw, I think they've got a pretty tough run ahead of them, don't they, Canterbury? Yeah, not not fantastic, mate. I think they play. Um, I think they play the the storm and the Rabbitohs, um, the storm, the Rabbitohs, the storm, and maybe the Raiders from memory in in the next sort of five yeah, or six then, weeks. So <clears throat> it's not it's not uh, not too easy for them coming up. Yeah, then, I think I think they were they were thrown under the bus with all this hype coming in. I think genuine footy fans would have seen that it wasn't going to be the year everyone thought it was this year it's going to take time for these combinations to build. And when Trent Barrett's dropping combinations after three weeks, it's not going to be an easy start. 
Mate, obviously, uh, another season has been played by injuries early. Who are some guys you'll be looking to sell this week or, or that people out there should be looking to sell? Just the entire injury cavalry, isn't it? Bradman Best, people would have brought him in last week after a fantastic round two. Ben Hunt was a pretty good option to, to bring in with uh, Nathan Keir- Cleary out. Luke Keary, another one going down with injury, Lachlan Lamb. So, look, any of these injury guys um, are, are trades, really. Look, Ryan James and Spencer Lenu didn't look great with their HIAs and, and niggles, but... They've both been named to come back. There's some injury clouds over Mitch Barnett. Uh, a lot of people are asking whether he's going to be a season-long hold. If he's not going to keep the goal kicking, then I don't think he, he is a hold for, for the season. If he does, he could be the new Corey Parker, but it's going to be a case of what happens with this uh, calf strain that he has, what's going to happen when Callum Ponga comes back. Is he going to be the goal kicker? So interesting times there. Uh, another one that I'd probably be looking at selling sooner or like, rather than later is Cecilia Tupanua, not having um, an electric half inside of him to feed him good ball, I think might hurt him as well. Mate, it really is dreadful timing for Mitch Barnett. I mean, if, if this injury does plague him for a couple of weeks and a fresh uh, Kalen Ponga walks in, I mean, any chance he had of keeping that goal kicking, you'd have to think it's Gornski, wouldn't you? Yeah, and that's why I'm, I'm sort of looking at riding him until that price rise happens. And if uh, if TPJ wants to keep putting good performances in off the bench, then he's a, a pretty good spot for him, or we can move him up to the front row via some dual positions. Mate, it's the first time in uh, in a long time, probably the first time ever, realistically, that you're looking at guys like TPJ, like Connor Watson, who are legitimate bench players that are just being absolute stars in Supercoach week in, week out. It's really shown how the game's changed, hasn't it? I remember sending you a, a DM last year and we were talking about having set bench players. And, and I brought up the fact of, of Lindsay Collins, obviously starting this year, but Lindsay Collins was your definition of bench player last year. And I think you touched on it um, either earlier this year or, or late last year about the stigma behind bench guys. And I made a post saying Connor Watson provides more for that Newcastle Knights side than anyone in that, in that team does, regardless where, where, whether he plays. That performance from, from Watson on the weekend was sensational. Came in and just causes absolute havoc around that ruck. Just a, a little man that can ball play, but can also has the, the ability to, to jump off the left or right foot and take on himself. Uh, top scoring hooker this week with 104. But uh, yeah, look, I, I love Connor Watson. I can't speak highly enough of the bloke. And I know you're very high on him as well. Oh, mate, especially guys like, like Watson. And another one that I love to watch at the moment is Tyrone Peachy. He obviously is starting, but I know that like in my draft comp, a lot of the guys that had Watson, that had Peachy, at the start of the year when they were benched, they just went into absolute panic stations. And it's just a false narrative now, isn't it? They are they are proper super coach players now. It's fantastic to see. It opens up so many options. Another another bench guy that, that goes often underrated is uh, Lee Sanamia from the Warriors, a guy that comes on and plays 40, 45 minutes, regardless of whether he's starting on the bench. Um, Nathan Brown looks to be using um, Jermaine Chanel Brown and Bunty Afoa as sort of a 20, 25, 30 minute starter and then bringing on these bench guys to provide real impact. And I think it's a, a specialist position. These guys, they can just come on and, and light up a side. I know that he's a bit of a liability these days, but Jared Rui Hargraves is another one. Trent Robinson looks to be getting a bit out of him off the bench, just providing a lot of go forward for a team that, that could be struggling towards the uh, the middle of the first half. Mate, uh, obviously touching on the Roosters and probably the biggest storyline to come out of the week is the loss of Luke Keary. He will be out for the season. And I guess the first thing that all Supercoach players thought, how will this impact James Tedesco? And for me, there will probably be a couple of attacking stats he'll lose here and there. But, geez, I see Teddy become more and more involved. And it really could be anything for Ted, couldn't it? It could be. It could go either way. I, I was playing with the idea of trading him out this week personally. Like, it's... It's a lot of money, 881K. I think his break even is 124 this week. There's a lot of unknowns. With, with a guy that's nearly 900K, um, it, there is some question marks. I'm happy to wait a week and see what happens. 
but with guys like Latrell and Gutho with good draws that are firing just behind them, even RTS, um, there's, there's definitely some worse options to downgrade Teddy, but I think it's a bit premature to, to go one week early. Mate, looking at round four, and there is some juicy super coach uh, matchups here. Obviously, Nathan Cleary against the Manly Seagulls Thursday night. I mean, that's got VC written all over it, if not C. Uh, you've got Cody Walker and the boys up against the Bulldogs Friday afternoon. The Melbourne Storm taking on the Broncos. Huge for Munster and Pappy. Uh, the Newcastle Knights, you've got Barney and whatnot taking on the Dragons. There could be a heap of points scored this week, couldn't there? The, I'm obviously never a fan of straight scene. Obviously, if you can go VC, do it. But this week looks to be the week, doesn't it? Each first three games look to be straight up captain choices. Personally, myself, uh, I'm sticking true with the VC on Brian Pottle. I think with Stephen Crichton at fullback, who we haven't touched on, and Matt Burton coming into the centres, I think that's going to be able to provide him a little bit more early ball. And that's what we want to see with, with Toto. We want to see him get early ball and just steamroll the opposition wingers. So I think there could be a couple of meat pies on offer for him, a guy with, with a safe 50-55 base, and then uh, the, the immense attacking upside on him. Obviously, we touched on uh, Cody Walker, who could go off. I, I posed the question this week, will we ever see his 203 record be beaten? Will it be this year? And a lot of people are tipping it to be this week against the Bulldogs, which would be no surprise would it, with the way they're playing. But you've obviously got your safe captain options, you guys like Rangus Crichton, Zimich Barnett, even someone like a Payne Haas, if, you are, if you're going on that band early. So definitely uh, last week was, was one of those weeks where captain choices could have set you apart. Uh, this week, I think um, I think there's more more set in stone, mate. Even the last game of the week, Parramatta versus the Tigers. I mean, I know the Tigers got up last week, but geez, if I'm if if I'm a uh, Clint Gutherson owner, like that could be anything for him as well. I um I was heavily heavily considering trading Teddy for Gutho just for their matchups and putting the C straight on Gutho, especially if Moses was out with that goal kicking. But- One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Uh, Moses has been named. Uh, Dylan Brown would be a fantastic option for for the C at the end of the week as well. Ryan Madison coming back from his HIA. So, yeah, look, captain choices all around this week. I, um, I've i had to downgrade Teddy to the bench, and we've put the uh, the armband on Pappenhausen for this week. Mate, I'm just having a look at all these matchups, and obviously there, there's a number of super coach stars that have fantastic matchups. Two games that we probably wouldn't talk about as much is the Sharks, Cowboys, Titans, Raiders, and... I think these two are really interesting games. Obviously, the Sharks, a lot of those forward, like their, their entire front row essentially had to play 80 minutes last week. They're going to be a very tired footy side this week. The Cowboys, they're going to be desperate for, for, for points. We've seen a couple of changes. I think the Cowboys are at about $3. Are they, are they a side that you'll be having a, a little nab at? Definitely. Um, obviously, no disrespect to someone like a Teague Wilton, but he comes in. It's going to be a lot of pressure for him to to fill that spot from um, from Britain Nakora while he's suspended. The, the Titans are hungry, aren't they? Uh, not the Titans, the Cowboys are hungry, sorry. And like you said, the, the Sharks forwards, they're going to be depleted. They they do get Wade Graham, thankfully, passing that HIA. But I think a lot of people are looking at Matt Moylan as in, in this matchup for, for a last spot reserve. I've never been keen on playing Moylan because he's just one of those guys. I know that you're a huge fan, but you know yourself, he could go off for 10 points or, or 80. So it's, it's a very risky play to play someone like him. But as for the Raiders-Titans, I think this is the game of the round personally in terms of just a sheer footy thing like obviously we're not going to see superstars going at it but 
I think it could be uh, one of those games where we see the Titans on the up, uh, a side where people put them in sort of in that seventh or eighth position and a side like the Raiders who people put in that sort of top four echelon bracket who are on the sort of the down. So it's going to be a very interesting matchup between uh, obviously an experienced coach in Ricky Stewart and experienced in Justin Holbrook, but, but new to the NRL and building a really good foundation there at the Titans. And mate, so, same as the Sharkies, like so, some of those Raiders, um, middle forwards, they're going to be gassed off the back of last week. That was such a huge performance for them and especially not to get the cigar at the end. It, it would have been a tough pill to swallow. Yeah, look, I think they, they put the cue in the rack at halftime, didn't they? Um, fantastic game from RTS, from Nick Arima, from from all the Warriors, really. They've been sort of defying my expectations of them. I thought they'd uh, they'd start slow off the back of another year in Australia, but maybe that light at the end of the tunnel of them playing some games in New Zealand is sort of helping them them spur on. As for the Raiders, yeah, look, I'm, I'm, they were injury riddled, weren't they? If they were to, to get that win, I think it would be a big win regardless of the score, but... Joe Tarpany goes down, Ryan Sutton comes into 13. Um, it's interesting to see that Ricky Stewart is making an example out of Corey Horsburgh and is not picking him regardless. I know that he's been available for, I think this is the second week he's been available now. So it's interesting that he is not even getting a look in. So um, great for Ryan James owners. I think he's going to bounce back and, and do a job. Obviously, we know that the, the base that he can put out off the bench, another one of these impact guys off the bench that we that we can talk about as well. But yeah, so some great games of footy this weekend in terms of... Um, Punting, like you said, I think there's some definite value out there with with some of these sides that uh, had easier runs than their opposition last week. Mate, one guy on the Cowboys side, I think super coach wise, we should be keeping an eye on. He, he's a kid that I've watched play a lot of Queensland Cup. I really do like him. He's got a huge, um, a, a huge frame. I think he's going to be really damaging out on the edges. Ben Condon, uh, I assume in super coach classic, he's really cheap. He was a guy that I wanted to get in my draft team, but. I just had too many other holes that I had to fill on the waiver wire this week, so I missed him. But I think over the next few weeks, he's one that you yourself, you're definitely going to have to be talking about. Yeah, I thought you were going to go down the, the Tuolungi route. Obviously, he played fantastic on the weekend, filling in for, for Kyle Felt. But uh, yeah, Ben Condon at 186K, if he can hold that edge spot, definitely one to look at. But um, I think it was only a matter of time until Cohen has sort of dropped out. He's been on the fringe now for, for 18 months, we'd say. I mean, we know what Cohen has can do on his day, but it just seems to be dropping off a cliff. And I think everyone's holding on for that prior form, but it's just not not coming back, is it? No, and I I, I am going to tip the Cowboys this week in an upset to knock over the Sharks. Uh, they play the Tigers the week after that. They play the Bulldogs after that. I mean, these are three games that I believe the Cowboys could win. And I I think this kid, he, he could be pretty prominent in it. He's got a he's very, he's very good super coach pedigree. He's got a fantastic offload in traffic. He's a big body. He's not afraid to roll his sleeves up. And, you know, I love when you bring guys in when teams are desperate and Todd Payton, he's obviously backed this young bloke in. He hasn't played much first grade. I'm really hoping that uh, he repays that faith. So he's one to keep an eye on over the next few weeks for me. But, of course, the fellow you mentioned on the wing, Tuolagi, can play, can't he? Oh, Jesus, he's a, he's a body and a half, isn't he? I think Todd Payton's now now sort of throwing shit at the wall, hoping it sticks. We've seen Moose come back into the starting lineup at, at 13. I think that's going to help them a lot. We saw his post-match interview last week, and it's pretty clear that he has just so much passion for that club. And He didn't miss, just, did he? He, he? Look, and that's what you want. Like, you don't yep. want um, players to, to say, oh, full credit to the opposition, blah, blah, blah. You want them to be honest, and that's exactly what Moose McGuire is. Uh, obviously, Tamalolo's in the wings. He's coming back. If they can get a roll on, if they can get these next three wins, uh, pretty easy opponents in the Tigers, the Bulldogs, and the Sharks, then it could it could be anything. We just need them to kick on. Interesting to see that Jake Clifford has been dropped out of the side as well. Uh, a guy that I'm not too keen on personally, but um, I'm not too sure on the replacement either. And Ben Hampton, I think that's oh, it's it's I think it's rough times in, in the halves. Uh, if only they had some kind of premiership winner uh, that uh, that didn't have a shoulder injury to sort of lead them around. 
But look, I think it's good for, for Drinkwater and Holmes. Uh, I think we're going to get a, a decent price fall out of Valentine Holmes and then we can potentially pick him up in the center wings for classic. But yeah, look, just for the Cowboys' sake and for Todd Payton's job's sake, we want them to sort of kick on because it's hard when you're missing your star player, isn't it? Mate, it becomes an even more interesting game this week for the Cowboys. Like, like for, for me, this is a must win. This is against a team that's exhausted after last week. They've had a lot of honest conversations this week. And when you have honest conversations and then it doesn't turn around, you're in a spot of trouble, aren't you? Who do you think is the worst moving forward, Manly, the Bulldogs, or the Cowboys? Uh, Manly by, a, oh, I guess Turbo comes back. It's probably Canterbury, to be honest with you. Canterbury, yeah. obviously, with their draw over the next two weeks, they're going to start 0-5, 5 0-6, 5. or whatever it is. Like, yeah. geez, tough to return from that. Um, I mean, they'll, they'll get Luke Thompson back, but, geez, no Tom Trevojevic, is he? Uh, look, no. <laughs> Luke Thompson is no Tom Trevojevic. Not it's, even close. No. Look, LT's great to have on your side, but um, yeah, look, he doesn't provide the same spark as Turbo. I guess the, the good thing at Manly is like they have such a good side on paper, don't they? Like obviously, former representative 5'8", and Kieran Foran, um, the the Australian halfback in Nathan in Daily Cherry Evans, soon to be Nathan Cleary. But um, like, and they've got Turbo, they've got Jake Trevojevic, Marty Tepau. Like, like Curtis Irenan is, is a fantastic player when he's back. So it's it's hard for me. Like they just need that. It's same as the the Cowboys. They, they just need it to click, don't they? And then be able to to just get a win and get moving forward. But I think it puts a lot of pressure on Nathan Barrett, Nathan Barrett, Trent Barrett, because we saw the the value that he had at Manly. It went back to to, to Penrith, and a lot of people were were praising him for his efforts, me included. And then start slow it again at, at the, the Canterbury Bulldogs. Hopefully they give him the time. I think it's a, at least a three year project at this Bulldog side because next year they're obviously getting in the troops. Obviously, Matt Burton, who we didn't speak about. How good was he? Uh, probably the, the biggest cannon boot in the NRL. Mate, I was just about to say, I reckon Trent Barrett's worst nightmare would be to see Cleary or Luai get injured. And if this kid gets to spend some time in this Penrith side, uh, I'm sorry, is is there not a good chance he says, oh, I'm good, I might stay? I, just, I reckon it would be a nightmare for Trent Barrett. Well, speaking of um, contract flips, we saw that Jay Clifford wants to um, to backflip on his Newcastle Knights deal and they weren't having a bar of it. So... Yeah, look, it'd be very interesting to see what happens with Burton. Like, obviously, just a gun. Like, you... Bit of egg on your face. I think you... I remember you saying that he should be the sixth for Panthers and, and Luai came in and killed it. But based off that performance on the weekend, I, I think there's not a bad problem to have if you're having Cleary, if you have to choose between uh, Luai or Burton. Well, mate, at the start of last season, I, I couldn't believe Burton wasn't the sixth. And as you said, egg was all over my place. Oh, I, I, I was cooking breakfast for people on my face last year because Luai, he was unbelievable. But... Jeez, if, if this if this bloke's the third best half in your system, fuck me. It is this, scary. Th- this just reeks of like three years ago, the Melbourne Storm at fullback. Had they just had, had fullbacks coming out their ass and people were like, oh no, he's too good not to play. Like drink water, Pap, Jerome Hughes, Munster. And then now we've got Burton, obviously. Um, I remember seeing a post on, on Facebook, who was the best player not playing first grade at the moment? And someone said Matt Burton. And you can't really disagree with that person. I said Reese Martin, but that's probably a little bit of bias. But yeah, Matt Burton is is phenomenal, and that left boot. I think um, I can't remember who said it on on the on the footy, but a left foot kicker just looks so much more silky, don't they? Oh, mate, they look different. And I mean, geez, <laughs> Tyrone May not a handy replacement either. If he's your fourth choice, mate, he's better than most teams' third choice as well. It, they are a scary, scary uh, side at the moment. Imagine your fullback goes down, and then you can just put Stephen Crichton back there as well. Unbelievable! I I, I was a bit surprised they put Tyrone May there on the weekend. That that um that one kind of shook me a little bit. 
Yeah, I mean, if they're going to put May there for for half a game, why not start him the week after? Or why not put May in the centres and move back? Maybe it was a combination thing that they thought they could still win the game on that left edge and they didn't want to break that up too much. But look, Tyron May, he didn't do anything wrong, did he? So another one of these impact guys that that we we haven't spoken about, one of these guys that just wears that 14 jersey with pride and provides a lot of uh, depth for, for that Panther side. Whisperer, all the best this week, mate. Hope that eye uh, fixes itself up. I, I can't even imagine how annoying that must be right now. Uh, it's not not the best, mate, but we, we'll, we'll, we'll kick through like we always do. Best of luck this weekend, brother, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, mate. You too.